What's up, everybody? Um, this is Wes. We're back here with Banjar Hartley Over. Um, I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Perry, and this is an emergency episode because, to be honest, Perry and I's worlds have been turned completely upside down. Um, today, we're going to talk to you about uh, Andrew Luck's retirement and the feud between Sony and Marvel. So, thanks for tuning in. Get ready for some banter. everyone thanks for tuning in to the matt ryan episode of banter i hardly know her that's oh right boy. Oh episode boy. two um before we get going i just want to give a quick shout out to um to my cousin who got married this past weekend uh as many of you know from listening to the last ap- episode which if you haven't done that go get to it um uh, my cousin Ben, who was on the podcast last week, his brother was getting married, and a uh, beautiful wedding, great music, they had some some great Disney music, they had music from How to Train Your Dragon, and it was the worst day of my life. Um, <laughs> and not because of the wedding, wedding was beautiful, but as soon as the wedding ended, I looked at my phone and saw all over the place, Andrew Luck is retiring from the NFL, citing mental fatigue. Uh, you know, it, it, it's been tough. It's been a tough yeah. tough thing to deal with. Um, it leaves us Colts fans wondering what next. So first, let's talk about a little bit, uh, what do we know? Why did Andrew Luck retire? Um, how do we feel about it? Is he coming back? Do we have, does he have any chance to come back? What's the situation, Wes? What do you know? <laughs> what is the situation? <laughs> Ain't that a great question? Um, well, I was watching the uh, Florida Miami football game just casually with some buds, and one of the guys there just says, Andrew Luck announces retirement, and I was like, what? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I was like, no, he's not. That's a hoax. And then about five minutes later, I mean, the game was on ESPN, and on the on the bottom bar, the news bar, it said, Andrew Luck announces retirement, press conference tomorrow. And I was like, what? Um, just a lot of shock, a lot of, a lot of, you just step into an unknown, I guess, you know? It's, it's a weird, it's mm-hmm. a very weird thing. I don't even know. I still, I still just don't even know. Yeah, absolutely. It's it hurts mostly. I'd say because we uh, we were looking at being a definite contender this year. Um, we were as high on the preseason uh, power rankings as number three. I looked today. We dropped now to number twenty-two. I believe. Oh man! Um, which I think is ridiculous. Come on, twenty-two? Are you serious? We, I think we're gonna. We should at least be sixteen or seventeen, but that just shows that Andrew Luck is worth fifteen spots. Basically, you know, we were at seven before. We were at seven last week, and now we're twenty-two this week mm. in the in the Bleacher Report <laughs> power rankings. So, pretty crazy. Um, Andrew Luck it just he said he said that he was tired of going through that that cycle of yeah. uh, injury, mm. pain, rehab, repeat, yeah, over and over, yeah. And he's now he's now done. He's now out of the NFL. Eighty, I believe, eighty three games played, um, four playoff appearances. It's it's we we wanted so much full, so much more out of him. It's tough, but uh, I guess we'll start talking about what's next. What's next for the Colts? What uh, what do you think? What's oh man, um, wow. What's next? Well, it, it's not like um, the Colts are staring into a black hole. Um, you know, it's not like. The team was solely resting on Andrew Luck's shoulders, which mm-hmm. is nice for them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
as the fact that they have a defense that can play and they have other offensive playmakers. Yep. Um, what's next? Do you have? They're going to have to. I don't even know if a reassess is a good term. They just have sure. to look at the quarterback position and say, "Well, we have to commit to something." Sure. Um, you've got Jacoby Brissett, who has been a good backup. Yeah. Um, who is now going to be the starter? Yeah. And. I mean, for the Colts' sake and for Jacoby Brissett's sake, I hope he proves everybody wrong. I don't really know if he has anyone to prove wrong. Yeah. I think people are just kind of looking at Jacoby Brissett and saying, meh. <laughs> yeah. I, think, um, I mean, yeah. it's very clear that Jacoby Brissett is a very talented backup. Mm-hmm. He is a backup. He's a backup. He's not a very talented starter. Um, he can win some games for you. Uh, I think I think I was looking at the schedule today. There's about six games that I think we should win with Jacoby Brissett. And then there's about four or five swing games. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we're going to win all of them, and we might, and we'll probably blow one of those that we should win. So, right. in the six to ten win range, you know, I, ten, ten would be very high. I don't, I don't see us getting to ten, but that's like, I, I bet you, if you're doing like a statistic analysis uh, of like, going back to my um, market research or. Um, uh, stats analysis classes. Well, you're um, using your degree, Barry. <laughs> barely, right? Uh, there's like if you talk about like a curve um, mm-hmm. that it, that contains all of the the variance in 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 games won this year. I bet you 95% falls between six to ten games. I I doubt we yeah. We I mean, go any higher or lower. I'm gonna straight up make a prediction that they go nine and seven. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going eight and eight. That's eight. what I'm. I'm gonna go with eight and eight. But nine and seven. Do you think that would win a would go to the playoffs, or do you think the no? I don't think Houston so. I think ten and ten. I think ten and six. You can have a shot at a wild card. Maybe so. But nine and seven. I mean, the Chiefs are good. They're got a good shot at a one seed. The Patriots are gonna win eleven to twelve, thirteen games, mm-hmm. like always. Um, I'd say the Texans are gonna run away with the South. Right okay. now, by run away. So, so if you think the Colts are going to win nine games, and you say run away, do you think the Texans are going to win twelve? I think they win twelve. You think they win twelve? Okay. Yeah. I I say the Texans probably win ten or eleven this year and win the AFC South. Uh, it's going to be another kind of dogfight. I think the, the the Jags will be better. But back to the 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 kind of topic at hand, which is Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying like because the Colts are so talented this year, we should go for a veteran to you know a veteran quarterback. Um, to just boost the team for now, mm-hmm. but who would that be? You know, who would that be? Like a Fitzpatrick or a, <laughs> no? Or well, a, okay, just kidding. Yeah, get Fitz, Fitzpatrick, and he'll <laughs> he'll throw you four hundred yards two games in a row, and then throw five picks in, 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 a, in a half. In a half. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Fitzpatrick, not not a solution. Not worth it. Not worth what we. Not worth picks. Um, yeah, there's some other veterans out there, but it's kind of a thin. It's a thin market for veterans, especially Josh McCown's right. now off the market. Mm-hmm. Um, I think personally, I'd rather put my chips in uh, for a young gun, you know, that might have potential. And well, Jacoby Brissett could be the young gun. Jacoby Brissett could be that guy. He's what 25 years old, maybe I believe, and he's got a lot of experience. He's been in our system now, so people forget when he came back in and played in our system in uh, 2016 or. 2017. 2017. I'm not sure. 2017. We traded for him, and he he'd been um, in the Colts camp for like eight days before he was thrown mm-hmm. in the starting lineup. He was thrown in with a terrible offensive line with a bad defense. That's we won four games. Mm-hmm. I don't blame Jacoby. Now he's now Jacoby's been playing under Andrew Luck. He's been playing under Frank Reich. Now he's, I think there's a lot 
he's in a lot better position to succeed yeah. than he was in 2017. Still, sure. Totally sure. different team. Yeah. Totally different team. But in terms of young guns, um, three names come to mind. Teddy Bridgewater, Josh Rosen, and uh, Ryan Tannehill. And I guess Tannehill at this point is 29. Same draft class, Andrew Luck. So yeah. not really – he's kind of in, the, in between. He's a veteran, but also an unknown kind of. What do you think about those names? Well, I actually love the Josh Rosen idea. I'd take a shot. Yeah? Yeah, I would. For what? What would you offer? Not much. <laughs> Just because, um, I mean, we saw Josh Rosen in Arizona, and that Arizona team was total buns. Mm-hmm. Like, they were really bad. And they could think Arizona rode off Josh Rosen really fast. They did, very fast. I don't think you can do that mm. when you – we. I mean, what was the game? It was was it Arizona State, UCLA. It was either Arizona State, UCLA, it was, or it was it was Arizona State versus UCLA, forty-four to ten in at half, I believe, something like or that, or in the beginning of the third quarter. And Josh Rosen led an insane comeback mm-hmm. and won 35 the game. Thirty-five straight points, forty-four to forty-five was the final, and won the game. Yeah, and dude's got a good arm. Maybe his decision making is not great, but also can your decision making making be that great when you have three guys about to sack you yeah. at the same right. time. Right. So, Arizona, first off, I think you're wrong. <laughs> for for dropping Rosen so quick to the, to and, the then picking, and then picking up Kyler Murray. Yeah. yeah, that was stupid. Yeah. Um, however, on that one. and I think Miami might have gotten a steal, but at the same time... And they signed Fitzpatrick. Well, he's the starter, Perry. He's the starter right you, now. You, I mean, come on. you got to get the first three weeks of Fitzpatrick out. Well, he's good, right? Like, that's what yeah, he's worth, right? Yeah, but, you know, it'll... He'll come knocking on Josh Rosen's locker room door pretty soon. Maybe. But, uh, you know, if the Colts could get Josh Rosen for maybe a fourth-round pick or mm. maybe, I don't know, maybe some players that aren't mm. in- integral to the system. Sure. But if there's a chance, mm-hmm. I would take it. So you're saying like maybe like a, a Matthias Farley or something, you know, a, yeah. a, a second-string DB or something like that. Yeah, so I agree. I like the I like to send him a fourth round pick. I, I prefer not to send him a, a player. I think Rosen would be worth a shot, especially if we, if we play a few games where, and you feel like that we're just on the cusp of of being a good team mm-hmm. that that maybe Brissett's holding you back. Then I think you take a shot. Um, but I think the the biggest issue uh, with that is just so unknown what Josh Rosen is um, and. How much does Miami value Josh Rosen? We don't know. Right. We and I, know. I think, Perry, you said something to me the other day that made total sense. Is This is probably the lowest Josh Rosen stock yes. is going to be. Has probably. been, at least. Yeah. And is maybe going to be. And who knows? If they could pick him up, they could look like geniuses. They could. And, and, and yeah, this is a good time to do it. Uh, sometime before week eight, obviously. Mm-hmm. Trade deadline. Uh, I think someone could correct me if I'm wrong. But... Um, I said in last week's pod uh, that Josh Rosen had under 300 dropbacks last season, and he was sacked somewhere in the 40s, uh, I believe, um, times last season. Compared to Big Ben, was he dropped back 600 times ish, high 500s, mm-hmm. was sacked 24 times, I think. Yeah. So you're just you're talking about. Rosen was running for his life the yeah. whole season, throwing to decent receivers. At, you know, Larry, well, he also Larry Fitzgerald's David. great. Christian yeah. Kirk, young but very talented. And he also didn't have David Johnson. Didn't have David Johnson for most of the year. 
Also, Dave Johnson's back. He's going to be healthy this year. Decent fantasy pick right there. <laughs> Side note. Um, <laughs> I think he's going to get a ton of touches. But, uh, but yeah, Josh Rosen, decent option. Um, what about Teddy Bridgewater? I hate that. Yeah, you hate that idea. Why? And explain to me a little bit. Okay. Teddy Bridgewater, I'm not going to lie, when he tore his ACL, that was very sad. Because Minnesota had some good stuff going. Um, you know, honestly, Teddy Bridgewater doesn't tear his ACL. Um, that's probably the entire quarterback situation we've seen in Minnesota probably doesn't happen. Right. You know, so right. Bradford doesn't go there. Um, Kirk Cousins doesn't go there. Mm-hmm. Case Keenum doesn't go there. Case Keenum. Hey, Case Keenum. Case that Keenum. was his chance right there. That's what got him paid for two more, two more stints years. in the NFL before this is probably it. <laughs> um, hey, but Case Keenum for the Colts is another veteran option possibly. Yeah. But I don't know if it's a very good one. Not worth it. Not worth it. But um, <sighs> Teddy Bridgewater, he's a game manager, and he's a dink and dunk. Just saying. I know. I know that's what you think, that he is a dink and dunk. I, what I disagree. That's not what I think, Perry. It's what I know. Okay. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is a dink but and dunk. Would you call Lamar Jackson a dink and dunk? I would call Lamar Jackson a bad option at QB. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's a running back that throws like 20 times a game max. But, but but anyway, also, I don't. Teddy Bridgewater's style of play and what he has been known to be a part of, that's not the Colt system. Mm. I mean, you look at the Colts quarterbacks, you've had Peyton Manning, pocket passer, gets the job done. Mm. Gets the job done. Andrew Luck, pocket passer, gets the job done. Um, guys that have cannons they throw down yeah, the but field. This is Frank Reich. Like this is a different system. This is mm. like we've had Frank Reich has been a coach for one year, and we had Andrew Luck at that point. So it's not like he was going to choose his quarterback. You know, he was with the Eagles before. Carson Wentz is he? He's got a cannon as well, but he's also mobile. You know, it's. He's, I guess you could compare Carson Wentz to Andrew Luck a lot more similar than you could compare Carson Wentz to. Teddy Bridgewater, but you know, I'm just saying that. Sure, I also we think don't really know what the system really is. Yeah, but I just I'm just not a fan. Also, when you think about, you look at the three guys that we're talking about right now, Teddy Bridgewater might have also the highest price tag. Mm. I disagree because you think so. I, I I think you would be right last year preseason, mm. but this year there's a new name in the New Orleans quarterback room, and that is Taysom Hill. Mm. And Taysom Hill has been very impressive in the preseason, and I, I, I kind of think that they're grooming Taysom Hill instead of Teddy Bridgewater to replace Drew Brees. And also part of that is because to, uh, they signed Bridgewater to a one-year $7 million deal this offseason rather than a long-term one. So I, I don't know. I think they may be just keeping him for now, Teddy Bridgewater for now, that backup option. Taysom Hill will still be the kind of gadget play kind of guy this season, but I wouldn't be surprised if they really value Taysom Hill in the long term a lot more than Teddy Bridgewater. Maybe, Maybe they do. Also, if he's only signed to a one-year deal, you know, that could be your cheap off-season reach. Uh, during, speaking of free agents, well, I guess let's first talk about Ryan Tannehill, the third, uh, third of those guys I mentioned. Um, had a few good years with Miami, never sure. could stay healthy. Yeah. Now he's backing up Mar- Marcus Mariota. I hear he's playing pretty well, causing some mm-hmm. pushing pushing Mariota to be better this preseason. Yeah. Um, is he someone we could trade for? You know, I really like that option. Do you? I do. Okay. I I don't know. I've liked Ryan Tannehill a lot. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, you kind of there's those players where you kind of feel bad for their situation as mm-hmm. to where they land, mm-hmm. and. Have we ever really been thrilled for someone to land in Miami? No, nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Except for maybe Jake Keller, because we were just thrilled he had a job. <laughs> uh, I couldn't care. I don't think he could care less, honestly. He didn't care. He, he, he didn't care. He's just like, eh, some more money for me. But he did beat the Patriots. i throw the ball a few more times. If I win, I don't care. He did beat the Patriots, though. He did. Thank you for doing that. Thank you, Jake well, Keller. Indiana native. That was a... Uh, 
that was a the trick play or uh, you know kind of hail mary that um, who was it ended up with the game winner running back. Uh, I don't know. We're not Drake Kenyon Drake. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, not worried about it because Ryan Tannehill was hurt. <laughs> yes, and that's why that happened. But I mean, he was high draft pick, wasn't he? Um, if he's I, first round, I believe he was. What is he? He's been the third quarterback taken, right? Well, Russell Wilson was that year as well, wasn't he? He was after. Was he third round? Okay, yeah. So he would have been the third quarterback. So, um, Rantanel has experience, good experience. Once again, I don't know. Maybe I'm just generous, wanting to give people shots. Yeah. Well, I like, think I think you you're onto something. Tannehill is probably the best fit. He is your veteran choice. He's a veteran. If you want a, if you want a veteran to sustain, but he's also a higher price tag. I think because because he's yeah. 29. He's played a lot. Just just the age and the fact that he's still in the NFL. He's played some games. I think he's going to require a little bit more than a Josh Rosen or a Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, maybe. Also, Ryan Tannehill has not been bad. No, he's been he's, he's been hurt. Every time he's played, he's played well. They the, every year they go through the start three and zero or four and two or whatever, mm-hmm. and people are thinking, whoa, they might make the playoffs. And and I think one year they did make the playoffs with JJ's breakout think so, season. Yeah. Um, but usually that. You know, the culminates with an injury, yeah. and then they fall like, I don't know, a brick from a... Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, we'll stop there. From wherever. From yeah. where things fall. We are not paid to have correct grammar. Uh, or analogies, you know, have yeah. creative analogies. That's not what we do here. That's not what we do. We either. just argue. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's move on to draft options. Is, is that maybe a better route the Colts should, uh, should look at for, for future quarterback? You know, I just really don't know. I think... I don't know what the Colts value the most at this point. I mean, you have to make a decision as to who is the quarterback of the future. Um, and if it's Jacoby Brissett, we'll know pretty quick, I think. By pretty quick, I mean like six weeks. Yeah, if he's playing, like if we'll commit to him if he's playing well. Yeah. We'll commit to that. And I think that's, I think that's where they're At least this year and probably next year. And I think that's what they're leaning towards right now. Yeah. Um, and Be the most convenient, that's for sure. Yeah, I think if we see the Colts make a move to get another quarterback, like the three guys we just mentioned, mm-hmm. I don't think a draft pick is in sure. the conversation. I don't think right. they'll do that. Um, yeah. At the same time, what did you say the other day? Tank for Tua. <laughs> Tank for Tua. Yeah, that's. I don't. Yeah, Tua. Will he go number one? Will it be Justin Air Bear? I don't know. I don't know if those quarterbacks are worth it. I don't think they're generational talents. I don't think, you know, there's a once-every-decade kind of guy that, you know, was Peyton Manning. It was John Elway. It was Peyton Manning. It was Andrew Luck. Unfortunately, it was Andrew Luck. Ugh. Yeah, it was Andrew Luck. That's what we're still talking about. Um, <laughs> and then that, now it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. And, it was, and Baker Mayfield. No. <laughs> no. Uh, Baker Mayfield may be great. He will be great, actually. But he was not – let's just say he was not that – Let's automatic. Just, let's just say I had to get generational Baker Mayfield. Talent. I had to get Baker Mayfield in this conversation. Sure, but uh, I understand. But um, like, it is kind of weird to say that Peyton Manning was that guy though, too, because he wasn't even the number one pick. No, which is weird. That I think in retrospect, people say that he was that generational talent, but he, he wasn't. Was, he wasn't even the first quarterback. I mean, pick. he was number two. He was number two. But anyway, draft picks. Tua, sure. I mean, he's been proven to do well. We saw him like win a national championship out of nowhere a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, <clears throat> throws the ball well. He's lefty, which is interesting. Interesting. Um, we know our good friend Nathan Demars loves that. Yeah, he does. Um, I like it for jump shooters. I don't know about quarterbacks. Yeah, I tell you what, who I like as the future option is Jake Fromm. I do too, at Georgia. I, I really, really do. I think he's very smart. I think he would fit the mold. Right, and he may be in our range 
for draft picks. Absolutely. Um, um, in our you know ten to, to fifteen range, it will probably fall in. Yeah, for sure. I don't think the. I think tanking for Tua is an awful move. Yeah, maybe by any team, <laughs> and we're just too good to tank. I, I think we're too talented. There's too much pride in Indianapolis yeah. to tank. They're, we're too talented to tank this year, I think. And so two is not going to be it. Mm-hmm. Justin Air Bears not going to be it. There's a lot of other quarterbacks. I know someone was saying Joe Burrows from LSU. I'm not gonna ever pick an LSU quarterback. I mean, you don't want Danny Etling. <laughs> Wait, the wide receiver. I mean, <laughs> it's all the same. Uh, uh, no, um, not going to be Joe Burrow. It's not going to be um, – I know there's a few others that were in the discussion, but Kelly Bryant's out there. No. It's, if I'm not getting one of the – if I'm not getting Tua, Air Bear, or, or Fromm, which Fromm is the most realistic out of those three because of position likely in the draft, I'm not taking any of those mm-hmm. quarterbacks probably unless right. there's somebody I get you know fourth fifth round that I feel like I have, has a really high upside, but then you're not risking too much on them. Next year, Trevor Lawrence is going to be the guy. Yeah, we could trade the whole team. Away. We could trade every single person on the team for Trevor Lawrence. Not a great option. I wish it was. As a Clemson <laughs> fan, I was. Uh, Clemson fan, I am. I would love to see him wearing 18 in the blue and white again. That'll never happen though because it's retired. Um, so we're 16 in the blue and white. So you watch 16. But um, yeah, so Trevor Lawrence probably not with the option either. So I think I think kind of like playing it as we go and looking mm-hmm. for looking for that kind of long shot at, while having Brissett um, as our as our starter for now yeah. is probably the and, and there could be a hidden gem out there that the there Colts could find that's not even on our radar. Mm-hmm. Free agents for for this year. There's a lot of quarterback free agents, but none of them are great options either because you got theoretically speaking, mm-hmm. Tom Brady, Drew Brees. <laughs> you know, that's never... They're getting signed. Yep. Philip Rivers, he's getting signed. Um, you've also got guys like Jameis Winston. I don't want him. No. I don't no, want no, him. No, 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 no. Uh, a couple others out there as well. But, I'll move out of Indiana. But really, really free agents are not the way to go either. I Just looking at up and down the board. Um, so, yeah, I think we stick with Brissett for now. Mm-hmm. If we could take a shot on Rosen for cheap, I'm totally, totally down. Yeah. And, you know... There could be other teams jump on this bandwagon and maybe offer some stuff too. Could be that could say, "Hey, the Colts have something we want, and we have something they might need." Okay, but who knows? What would be your reaction if there was they were like Baker Mayfield for the next three first round picks? Hmm. I would go to every Colts game. <laughs> That'd be my reaction. <laughs> uh, so I probably I would buy season tickets today. It would be tempting to take that. Um. I think that's outrageous, I though. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't take it. Probably um, just at this point. Maybe if maybe after this year, maybe I would. Maybe I'd be like, "Oh, Baker Mayfield's the future of the NFL." I mean, he's gonna be an MVP of the league yeah. someday. That's just yeah. That's kind of an outrageous. Uh, it's, I don't know trade to make, and, and the Browns would absolutely never ever in a million years make it. I, I think just, I'm gonna make. It, I think I'm gonna make it a goal I'm just to get throwing a, that out. I'm gonna make it a goal to get a Baker plug in every show. Just look out. Well, remember, I'm editing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right. So, yeah, we'll see about that. But, all right, uh, back to Andrew Luck. Um, I just kind of wanted wanted to know your opinion on this question. Um, so, Andrew Luck played only 83 games, mm-hmm. uh, I believe. Is it out of, like, 112 or something like that? Well, he was in the league for seven seasons. He played six of those. Five of them were full 16-game seasons. Mm-hmm. And then one of them he played seven games. Um, so, you can do the math on that. It was either 83 or 86. I forget. He threw for 171 touchdown passes to 80-something interceptions, mm-hmm. um, so about 2-1, two, two to one, not great. 
Um, he only missed he missed ten games in those seasons. Um, only so only Dan Marino had more touchdown passes in his first six seasons with 196. That's a pretty cool stat. Andrew mm-hmm. Luck threw a lot of touchdowns in his first six years yeah. in the league. Uh, postseason, he wasn't as good as I think people think he was. He was four and four, not bad, but he was only fifty six percent completion rate, twelve touchdowns to thirteen picks. Right, and most of those wins came in the when they went to the AFC Championship game. It's true, they won two games that year um, going to the AFC Championship, and there are two other years where they went one and one, and one mm-hmm. they went zero oh and one. So, also, he's probably most known for Andrew Luck like, his game winning drives, comebacks. Yeah, twenty of those, uh, including also. One in the postseason, the Kansas City game. Kansas City, thirty-eight to ten in the third quarter. That was forty-four to forty-five. Probably my final, favorite football game I've ever watched. It was amazing. Yeah, um, yeah, that one, and then the two thousand six AFC Championship game against the Patriots. Um, those two are the one that stand out to me for sure um, in terms of Colts mm-hmm. lore, Colts history. Um, but yeah, so all that being said, all those stats. Peyton Manning played over 200 games. Mm-hmm. Was luck a bust for getting him in the first first overall pick? We had to cut Peyton. Mm-hmm. Peyton had three more years, two Super Bowl appearances, one record-setting year, one more Super Bowl win. Should we have kept Peyton and not drafted Luck? If anyone thinks Andrew Luck is a bust, they were a fool. Mm. Okay. You look at Peyton Manning, sure, he had two ridiculous seasons in Denver, breaking the yards in one and breaking the touchdowns in one, right? That's whack. Mm-hmm. 55 touchdowns at age, like, 38. However. Nuts. 39, maybe. However, he won one Super Bowl at Denver, mm-hmm. and by he won one Super Bowl at Denver, I mean Denver's defense won a Super Bowl while... Peyton Manning was throwing the ball just a little bit. Talk about dink and dunk. Talk about dink and dunk. <laughs> so averaging two hundred yards a game. Max. I don't think you can say, oh, if we would have had Peyton, we would have gone to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. too. Um, also, Peyton Manning was thrown to a great receiving core when he broke those records yeah, too. Various times. Now, I'm not yeah, I'm not trying to downplay Peyton Manning. Sure. Like he was amazing. Like he he's amazing. He is the goat uh, outside of Tom Brady, Brady, who it irks me to yeah. say that he to admit that he's the goat, but. Um, you cut Peyton to pick up this number one pick, and you get the prodigy, right? Right. Well, well, theoretically, if we don't, if we keep Peyton, we still have the number one pick. Right. We could trade him for, you know, buckets of right. picks, you know. But but I think Andrew Luck did what he was paid to do, and it's an unfortunate situation. And Andrew Luck has the right to make a decision on whether or not he plays or not. Yeah. And he decided enough was enough. And no, Andrew Luck is not a bust. Okay. He was a top five, top seven quarterback in the league for the last mm. seven years. Yeah. That is not a bust. Right. Yeah, I agree with you. He's not he's not a bust, mainly because I kind of consider bust more along the lines of do you produce? Like you go yeah. out you get your shot and then you fail. Like RG three, bust. Right, but also RG3, I would say yes, bust, but also half of it was injury. Sure. You know, you could go, um, I'm trying to think of like legitimate, like, I don't know, <laughs> Ryan Leaf, like Darko Milicic, like guys that you, you draft suit, and that's obviously an NBA reference, but guys you draft very high, expecting to do a lot, they go out there, they play, and they don't produce. Mm-hmm. And then they eventually find themselves out of the league. Johnny Football. 
Yeah. He, he's Unfortunate. A, he's but. a big-time bust. I mean, his issues were a little different. Yeah, but, but he's definitely a bust. Like, just because... And he, he wasn't drafted crazy high. I think the football... Yeah, he was like 26 uh, or something 22. Like I think NFL knew at that point, like, he was likely to be a bust. Um, and the Browns took him. Andrew Luck was taken number one. Mm-hmm. He produced like a number one. And you just can't argue with that. Like, he was one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, Deshaun Watson said it himself. Top five quarterback. With a smirk on his face. He's Because, you know, he's happy. Oh, he to, is licking his chops. He's happy to not have to go through Andrew Luck. Um, but, yeah, I think not a bust. But in terms of what we got out of him, years out of him, like, you could go back and say, hey, this is what we got. We could, This is what you could get out of Peyton. Mm-hmm. And this is what you're going to get out of Andrew Luck. I say we probably wouldn't cut Peyton at that point. Well, but also we probably Peyton would probably get destroyed behind that terrible offensive line. Probably. Fact. You can't. You mean you can't play the what if game? I know you really you can't. Know, I don't. I was about this. Andrew Luck is not a bust, but the situation is a letdown. Mm-hmm. He is not a letdown. Yeah. The situation. It, just, is, it is stinks a that. Um, uh, what was his name? Uh, the the last GM, uh, Grigson. Oh. Didn't draft. He drafted three offensive linemen in the entire time Luck was in the league, um, and and he was with the Colts. And then we get Ballard, and Ballard loads the offensive line. Yeah, like like what should have been done. So I I kind of blame Grigson partially for this. As oh well. sure, I mean he was trash. <laughs> he was not good. Um, the last kind of thing I want to talk about with Andrew Luck before we move on um, would be the fact that. He walked off the field for the last time in Lucas Oil, and the fans were, were booing just loudly and obnoxiously at him. And he said he, he heard it, and, and it hurt. What's your reaction to that? I'm disgusted. Mm. I also want to add something else. I read something today that said, it was just like a little news informant, confirmed that someone had slashed Andrew Luck's tires. For real? Night. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now, I'm sorry, but you cannot be mad at someone... For saying I've had enough mm. and I'm gonna walk away. For valuing away. their own health. Yeah, like Andrew. I mean, it's not like Andrew Luck was in an abusive workspace. Mm-hmm. You know, he was just in a space that, through you know life circumstances, it was just it was tearing him down. So yeah. he says that's enough. I mean, if you had millions of dollars coming to you at age 29, hundred million, and you could just retire. And call it good. Yeah. I, you can't... With his new wife and... With his new wife. You can't blame a man for that either. Also, it's not like Andrew Luck can just play football. The man is a genius. He is. He is very smart. He's got a degree from Stanford. Yeah. I bet he goes back to Stanford and gets another. <laughs> uh, maybe. So, I think... Also, I, I talked to another one of my friends from the Dirty Dub uh, the other day and... That's, he, that's Washington, Indiana, if you're curious at home. That's where Wes Richardson is from. <laughs> um, and he's a diehard Colts fan. He was actually at that game where Peyton uh, got, where not Peyton, where Andrew Luck got booed. And he cited it as it was a bunch of emotional, yes. drunk people right. that made a bad decision. He's like, this is not what Indianapolis mm-hmm. fans are, which I believe that. But at the same time, yeah. It's raw, it's raw emotion. And I, I totally understand the fans. What what they were feeling, I was feeling it as well. Just shock, and one person starts booing, and you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna boo too," you know. And it just spreads like a bad virus. But but 
yeah, it, Andrew Luck deserves better than that. He gave his heart and soul to Indianapolis. Um, Colts fans are better than that. I'm, I'm, I hope Andrew Luck knows. I'm sure he does know. I hope the, the I hope the country knows, um, and all and all the football players, so that it doesn't scare you know people away yeah. from coming to the Colts. Colts fans are better than that, and and um, you can't you can't boo a man for trying to protect his own well being. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're seeing. Um, I saw a special the other day on Tim Tim Green, former NFL defensive end that now has ALS because of all the head mm-hmm. hits he took to the head. Like he's he's almost he's basically a vegetable at this point, and and that's mostly the NFL's fault. Um, who was it the other day? I think it was LeRon McLean was tweeting at the NFL to help him with his. He was having some struggles mentally and just in a really dark place. Yeah. I don't blame Andrew Luck at all. For yeah, I read a thing today. It was it was Gronk, and he was talking. about I was like I. He, it was talk, they were talking to Grom about what's the potential of a comeback, and he said, mm. sure, there's potential for a comeback, but not right now. Mm. Like, my body is destroyed, and I have to leave for a little mm. bit to recoup. Speaking of comeback, do you think it's possible? Andrew Luck comes back? Oh, there's always a chance. Mm. Um, so you're saying I've got a chance. <laughs> I, I would lean towards the side of we will, see, we will see Andrew Luck again, but I don't think we'll see him in a jersey. Mm. Okay. I, I would give it under 50% chance, Okay, which I think is what most people would give it. But mm-hmm. I'd give it probably 35, honestly. Yeah. I think I think Andrew Luck may find himself on a beach somewhere and getting healthy and enjoying time with his wife and then back uh, maybe, in Stan- maybe at Stanford, maybe somewhere else, watching football, getting involved with maybe assisting, like volunteering with the Stanford football team. I don't know, some way. He's not going to leave football. He loves football too much. I could totally see him just feeling healthy, getting the itch, and being calling up Frank Reich and being like, "All right, I'm gonna give this another go." Yeah, I also I will say if Andrew Luck comes back, he will not go to another team. Right, it's gonna be Indianapolis through and through. Right. We, I mean, he's on contract through is it 2020? I'm not sure how that all works, but I do think he's got at least two years yeah. committed left to the Colts if he was in the NFL. But I'd say even if it's after that, I don't think he goes to anywhere else. Yeah, personally. Yeah, but like I said, I don't think he's coming back. But I do think Andrew Luck could be a stellar coach someday. I also think he could be a stellar coach, maybe an indie, maybe. maybe. Well, that's that's gonna about do it. I think for our segment on Andrew Luck. Um, yeah, it's tough. It's tough talking about it. It's tough getting used to it. It's gonna be tough watching games this year. I've you got know, tickets to a game this year, and I'm gonna be really bummed because this is gonna be probably the fifth game I go to in Lucas Oil and the fourth game that Andrew Luck is not playing. Yeah, so. you know, it's it is a shame, but let's be honest. Andrew Luck is an entertainer mm-hmm. by his job description, pretty much. And he entertained us. He did. He did his job. He did his job. He gave us some good years. And now it's time we move on. It's Jacoby Brissett time. And um, MVP? Just, <laughs> no. No, not the MVP. No, Team MVP? Maybe. No. Doubt. No, probably not. Not a chance. But we're going to move on with Jacoby Brissett as our quarterback. from the whole Andrew Luck saga, we have some more unfortunate news. More unfortunate news um, that you've, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure you've heard about in the last week is that um, Marvel and, and Sony Pictures have not been able to come to an agreement on the character of Spider-Man mm-hmm. um, for upcoming films, and Sony has pulled back its character um, so it can no, no longer be used in the MCU. Mm-hmm. You're not dealing with it well. I'm irate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. Yeah. No, I'm mad. 
I'm mad and sad. Mm. All the every bad emotion, imagine it, I'm feeling it. Okay. Except for guilt because it's not my fault. I see. Yes. Whose fault do you think it is? Who's more to blame? Oh gosh. It depends how you look at it. So my first reaction is to be mad at Sony because let's be honest, Marvel made your character good. I I think I think oh, I don't know. Part of me thinks Sony's being a little petty and is just kind of f- flexing the only flex they have, saying, "If you don't do what we want, mm-hmm. we're pulling this massive money-making character from you." At the same time, I'm mad at Marvel because Marvel's basically flexing on them and saying, "We don't need this character to make us money because we have enough already." Mm-hmm. Um, and part of me just wants to slap them both in the face. Okay. I'm biased because Spider-Man is my favorite superhero. And you have a man crush on Tom Holland. And I have a man crush on Tom Holland. But mostly Spider-Man has been my favorite superhero, even since Tobey Maguire. So, <clears throat> the second best Spider-Man. Well, <laughs> oh, he's such a bad actor. We'll Andrew, talk about that another day. Andrew Garfield's bad. Oh, um, but so good. Part of me just wants to say, at what point can we not worry about money and just make some good movies? Because... Never is the answer. Apparently, never is the answer. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I'm sad. I'm really sad. <laughs> I actually, so I'm obviously a huge fan of Disney, and some people might think that I would never believe Disney could do any wrong. Not true. I do think Disney is probably more so in the wrong in this situation. They, uh, they built the character so high and so instrumental. In the, after the second, after Far From Home, they built him as possibly the next Iron Man face of the Marvel. MCU and the centerpiece. And I think that kind of was their counterplay to saying like. Look how important Spider-Man has been. We have raised him up in the MCU to be possibly the most important character now. Yeah. People will backlash if you don't agree to a deal with us. We want 50%. Mm-hmm. Instead of the 5% that they were doing before. Um, so, I mean, they they pulled some... I don't want to call it a bluff. Because I think they didn't... I think they were pretty sure that Sony wouldn't have the balls to pull their character back and face backlash that it would look like, you know, Sony's just not allowing Disney to continue making money off the movies. But uh, it seems that Sony called that, uh, called that play and was like, bet we're going to take them back. We're, yeah, we're not playing your game, uh, offer us a legitimate deal and maybe we can get things done. And I do think they're still working. There's still some, some deals trying to be made within. Yeah. So like, one, I will say one, I think the 5% for Marvel is also ridiculous. They deserve more than that. Well, they're not financing much of the movie either. Well. They don't, they don't provide, Sony's been providing the money to make the movies. Okay. And so they are providing, they're earning the majority of the money as well. Um, I don't think Disney, I don't think Disney slash Marvel is wrong for wanting more. Considering Spider-Man's role in their, in their universe. Well, if you just look at, since Spider-Man joined the MCU, the money that they've been making compared to back when, you know, Andrew Garfield was still Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, I also think, and this might be just me being biased, but I think Spider-Man, now with Cap and Iron Man out, is probably the most popular character in the MCU. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I, I could also argue for Thor. I really like Thor, and the last movie was yeah, excellent. You can, you can argue for Thor, but at the same time, Thor is now becoming... He is now one of the old Avengers. True. You know what I'm saying? And he's probably on his way out as well after... Even though I, he's not going to die, I, don't, I wouldn't think, because <laughs> he's Thor. Right. He's might just pull an Andrew 1500 years old. Yeah, he might, he might retire from mental fatigue. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> he seemed pretty fatigued in the last movie. <laughs> anyway, I hope... I really... 
really hope and pray that they are working something out. <laughs> I, yes, I would love to see it. If they don't, however, I want to ease your mind a little bit. Okay, please do. Tom Holland will still be Spider-Man. That's not enough for me. That's not enough for you? No. You, I don't know if you knew that already. Some people I did know like, that. Okay. Oh, I, I feel like that's the one thing a lot of people are like, oh, who's, are we going to have another Spider-Man yeah, now? Reboot? Tom Holland's on contract with Sony. This is true. So Sony's already beginning production for Spider-Man 3. Um, I know Ben and I talked about it a little bit as we were talking about um, the Far From Home episodes, uh, uh, Far From Home Spider-Man, uh, they were already probably working on a third movie with the MCU because they had passed a billion, and that was what was going to allow them to do another one, but turns out that was also false, but all true at the same time. They are working on a Spider-Man 3, but they have mm. pulled Spider-Man back from the MCU, so um, there will still be the same characters. Uh, for the most part, yeah, but there won't be any characters that are Disney owned, uh, right? And MCU exclusive characters. I think I, I love Tom Holland. He's the best Spider-Man we have seen. Yeah, but it's he's partly the best because of what Marvel has built him to be and has developed the character of Peter Parker and Spider-Man to be. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, part of me loving this Spider-Man so much more than the other two is just the fact of the weight that he has carried in the MCU of actually being relevant and important. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's like it's like when you have a favorite player on a sports team and you see them develop into a star role on the team, becoming mm-hmm. that pivotal piece. Because we have seen... I mean, we saw Spider-Man show up in Civil War and for me, I was like, yes, he's here. Yeah. And then we saw... Um, Endgame, not Endgame, that was wrong, um, Infinity War. Infinity War, sure. And we saw um, Homecoming, and then Far From Home, where it's like, he is now moved from favorite side character to possible f- frontrunner, and that made me so excited, and then to hear this news really just kind of stomped on my heart a little bit. <laughs> I do think it, it might actually be kind of a genius play by Sony, though. Oh, for sure. In in, in retrospect, because Sony allowed Marvel to build up Spider Man, you know, under Sony's watch, and make him huge in terms of you know an international box office sensation. And oh, um, for sure, Sony has won this. Regardless. And, and now Sony's taking him back, and they still have that fan base. Like when they produce another, when they produce Spider Man three. With Tom Holland and with Zendaya and their previous cast characters, it's going to be huge, and yeah. they've kind of got that because of what Marvel built them up to be. Uh, so, so honestly, kind of a genius play. Um, I would love to see that story played out though that they kind of started. Uh, oh, absolutely. And I also I don't want to see Marvel have to write him out. Right, and I don't want to see Sony have to never talk about Tony Stark's relationship with Yeah. And and Happy is also not going to be involved anymore because mm. Happy is a is a Marvel character. Right. So so those some of those relationships the uh, <laughs> uh sorry to, sorry Happy's going to have to look somewhere else for yeah, his romantic life because it's not going to be in May. Uh, Maybe we can just fast forward to Tom Holland in college and Happy and Aunt May can be married and gone somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, then they can't use Happy's name. And... We'll use his real name. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, just, just different. Just weird things that are going to have to happen. It's going to be a little sloppy, maybe, but uh, especially from the Marvel side, having to write him out. And 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what. It was a sad week. How for it's us. gonna look? It was a very sad week. Um. Yeah, but what do you think is next for for Spider Man and Sony, like uh, the Sony version? Um, it'll be a lesser version. <laughs> the writing will what? be as good. Yeah. Well, let me take that back. Sony did produce Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, they which, got some possibilities, which was good. Some exciting possibilities. Um, they could, you know, Miles Morales could could make an appearance in Spider Man Three now. So it's just which I suppose he probably could. Yeah, he could have, uh, but I don't know if that's part of contract. It's just know. the way it sits for me is that this Spider Man has been hyped up to be so big, and part of the big role is becoming a major player in the Avengers, and. You know, one of the best parts to me about Marvel movies is having other characters come in to other characters' movies. You know what I'm saying? Crossovers? Yeah. I just absolutely love that. Throwback to when the Harlem Globetrotters came and helped Scooby-Doo and Squad. <laughs> Throwback to the Jimmy Neutron, Fairly Odd Parents crossovers. the Power Hour or whatever it was. Um, so, I don't know. I don't... I'm not... I will say I love Spider-Man, but I'm not looking forward to what Sony produces if this never gets resolved. I will go watch it mm. and give them my money. But I'm not might not be happy with the end product. <laughs> I imagine one of Sony's pieces to try to make one of their ploys to try to make people feel a little better about it is oh look we can put Venom and Spider Man so, so <laughs> like who cares? Venom was bad. <laughs> who cares? Yeah. Some if Venom was such a polarizing movie, I've definitely talked to some people that were like, Oh, Venom was so good and I've heard of some people that have told me it is the worst movie they saw last year or have ever seen. I did. There's one person I know who said that. So maybe we could just have, you know, maybe they can just make a, a live action into the Spider Verse and just have Toby. Oh, let's not re- let's and, not make a live action remake of that just but, yet. But we, but we can have Toby and uh, Andrew Garfield just come in. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be down for that just for Andrew Garfield. I don't need to see any Toby Maguire on any television. Why would screen? you not want to see the second best Spider-Man? Toby Maguire is such a bad actor. Toby Maguire is doesn't matter if he's a bad actor. He's an incredible Spider-Man. <laughs> he cannot act. He doesn't have to act to be Spider-Man. Robot. I mean, just like they make fun of Spider-Man three and um, into the Spider Verse in that opening scene. You know, when they're dancing, and I was just that. He's like, oh yeah, we did this. I'm like, yes, you. Did. First off, the first Spider-Man, his bad acting is not his fault. It is Kirsten Dust's oh, randomly no, no. moving hand. No, no, no. He's a bad actor for the whole first. Movie. No, doesn't matter. Peter Parker is meant to be awkward and Tobey Maguire it's not is awkward it's that he can't talk he can't deliver lines it's just because Peter Parker can't deliver anything but pizzas or whatever he's supposed to deliver I said Tobey Maguire pizzas and bad guys Tobey Maguire was an incredible Spider-Man Andrew Garfield that's was, false Andrew Garfield that is so false guys alright we're gonna have to no, no. Have a poll on this on the Facebook group <laughs> Toby Maguire is he a well, good actor? That's not not that's, that's not, not what a I'm question. Saying. No, because it's who is a better Spider-Man? Yeah, but I think more people, especially our age, are gonna say Toby Maguire because of that's because it's the right answer. Be, yeah, no, because that's the right what answer. they grew up with. That's the right answer. No, no, no. I need, I need, I need to know if you think Toby Maguire is a good actor. Also, that's let us all, that's all I need to know. Let us let us be completely blunt and open to the fact that Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man. Yeah, it's not a question. I do. I, I agree. Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man. But totally I Mc... love Andrew Garfield as an actor. Oh, as an actor, sure, but he's a bad Peter Parker. He's... Maybe his Peter Parker, you know, he's a, he's a bit old, but I think he's a phenomenal actor. Even in his chemistry with Emma Stone was great. I mean, they, just like every single every single Spider-Man has had questions about if they were dating their significant other in the movies, where uh, Tobey Maguire and um, Kirsten Dunst dated. 
awkwardly, I'm sure, because they're if they're awkward in the movie, they've got to be awkward in real life. I feel like Kirsten Dunst is actually extremely awkward. Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield dated for three or four years or something, and uh, you know they, that probably like I thought the chemistry on screen was great, way better than Kirsten Dunst, Tom McGuire's, and Zendaya and Tom Holland. A lot of people were questioning that. I I don't think that they were ever officially dating. I thought they were. Maybe you know who there's. I'm sure there was plenty of uh, tabloids or whatever that claimed that. I, I, as far as I know, I don't think they were ever officially dating. So I don't know. Maybe if you guys personally know Zendaya or Tom Holland, get that inside information. Well, first off, if you personally know Zendaya or Tom Holland, why are you listening to our why podcast? are you listening to our podcast? <laughs> and why have you not let us meet them yet? Is yes, the real question. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. But Andrew Garfield, great actor. Tom McGuire, awful. <laughs> Awful actor. Tobey Maguire, serviceable actor, great Spider-Man. <laughs> serviceable actor. I know a lot of people have... Uh, I actually... The, the people love Spider-Man 2. Oh, it's incredible. I watched it for the first time a couple months ago. What? Um, the first time? First time. First time. First time. First time. I know. I've owned it on like DVD for like a year and a half. It's if you can see my face right now, I hate the first and the third one so much. I never watched the second one. How can you hate the first one? Uh, I mean, I just hate the acting. It's. I mean, it's. it's I, I like it for this reason. It's the first modern superhero movie. Modern. Okay. So that was cool. I loved it when it came out. Now that I've seen 28 or whatever more, you know, superhero movies, maybe more than that, modern superhero movies, that's one of the worst ones, I think. But I I read an article that had someone ranking all of the Spider-Man movies after um, Into the Spider-Verse came out. And they went Into the Spider-Verse number one, and then Spider-Man 2, number two. It's very good. And then the Tom Holland Spider-Mans. Notice... Who didn't show up on that list? I, I understand that a lot of people don't like the Andrew Garfield <laughs> Spider-Man. I personally do. I've talked to a lot of like uh, superhero, like hardcore superhero fans that mm-hmm. also agree with me that he was a good Spider-Man. Mm, it, seems like, it seems like the public, the common public, didn't get on board with Andrew Garfield as That's because the common public is usually correct as a whole. Uh, I don't know about that one, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that's wild because I watched the second one and it's not that good. So what? I'm sorry, everybody. The second Sp- Spider-Man Two is not that good. Perry Wilson is currently bold statement just spitting of the day. trash. Bold statement of the day. I would take Spider. I would take the Amazing Spider-Man One and the Amazing Spider-Man Two over any of the Spider-Man. I don't know if this podcast Spider-Man's. can continue now. <laughs> I think our friendship might be severed. Hey, this is what it's all about: us completely disagreeing on topics. So let us know what you think. Well, we agree on the important one that Tom Holland is the best. Yes, he is. I think mostly because he's a great actor and great Spider-Man, and he's young. And, you know, I'm sure you know as well as most that he's very good looking. He also, like, <laughs> like Tom Holland did what the other two guys didn't do, and he, like, broke our hearts. He did. Like, I'm, like, as I, as I watched the well, first... Well, Andrew uh, broke something. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's neck, actually. As, uh, like, when you, when you watch, like... Rip Gwen Stacy. When you watch Homecoming and Tony Stark, like... I'll never get over. When you watch Homecoming and Tony Stark, like, takes away... Like his privilege of being Spider-Man, yeah. like that hurts. Or the the impromptu line in in, in um, Infinity War of the, you know, I'm, I don't feel so good, to Mr. Stark. Yeah. yeah. I, I, also, that scene was ruined for me because I already mm. knew they were making another movie, mm. so I knew it was coming back. Well, it's so like I, didn't I think find... most people knew because he was pretty new to the to the franchise, and he still had two two movies yeah. left on his contract. But with like, Disney, so I mean, and just like the way Tom Holland portrays Peter Parker is just so uncertain. Uh, like I think everyone identifies with that awkwardness at some yeah. level, so yeah. Thank you, Tom Holland, for thank you, Tom Holland, for, for, for making it, my favorite superhero even better into the MCU and keep doing what you're doing and bring it back well. to the MCU. We love you three thousand, um, four thousand, even <laughs> maybe four thousand.
I guess that kind of wraps it up for episode number two of Banter yeah. I Hardly Know. Mm-hmm. Wes, what do you want to tell the, the listeners about our opportunities to get involved with the banter community? So, we don't want to just sit up here and spit jargon at you that we just think is cool. We want to provide you with stuff that you actually care about. So, you can send us questions and suggestions. We've already gotten some suggestions from one 2K. Scott here. Um, <laughs> Maybe. We'll get to that, Scott. He'll be a guest star someday. But... You can uh, find us on Facebook at, is it Banter Podcast? At Banter Podcast, or you could just search Banter, I hope you know. The same way it shows up on on your your podcast. Yep, and we're also on Instagram, so slide into our DMs, comment on our posts. Uh, You can catch updates for episodes on both profiles. Sure. Um, Sure, and you can find the podcast at any of the major podcast directories, which is really exciting. We just got on to Spotify. Um, today, actually, I got the uh, approval notice that we're going on to um, Apple Podcasts. We're already on Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. So pretty much wherever any normal person listens to podcasts, you will find us there if you search our banter. I hardly know. Yep, so. we'll be there and we'll be bantering. Absolutely. Hopefully hopefully once a week. Uh, the goal is to... Uh, we heard we heard your suggestions. So we went a, we went a little <laughs> we, long last we time. We heard your suggestions. We hear that we understand that we went uh, pretty long. But we wanted you to get a healthy dose. Absolutely. You know, we, you, know, you got to get enough. your fill in that first gotta episode. Got to get enough Wes. Got to get enough Perry. Oh, yeah. um, is I there ever enough? Enough Wes. Yeah, there is. <laughs> let's, let's just be happy I'm not twins. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so hopefully we're going to come up with some, some more um, action-packed and, and um, hot topics coming your way soon. Yeah. Until then, um, stay hungry. Stay humble. And stay, stay hydrated. hydrated.